This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 306 DGS. I saw an article over the weekend making the argument that Mark Zuckerberg is the Antichrist. Oh. (laughs) And I thought to myself, clearly it's Elon, like thought experiment, if it were true. And and I became convinced like, oh, you're wrong. The whole thing's true. The Bible's true. Jesus, the whole thing is true. But Mark Zuckerberg is the beast. I would still be like, this is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like he would single handedly ruin the whole thing. Yeah. I thought the Antichrist was supposed yeah. to be like handsome and charismatic. No offense. He's working to Zuck. out now. That was my he's first thought. Uh, yeah, yeah, that but, was my first thought. But he's still like, not very charismatic. No. He didn't, he didn't he don't he have fight the, the, the false prophet. Couldn't that be Elon? Couldn't he be the milky <laughs> man boobed false prophet? <laughs> he does, he doesn't he's got no riz either though. You know what I mean? He can't he can't charm anybody. How bad is that? He is the richest charming. man in the world, and he can land a rocket on a barge, and we're all like, that guy sucks. That's <laughs> because he won't he's stop not even good talking. good enough to be the Antichrist. <laughs> he's, he's not even good enough to be the Antichrist. <laughs> How bad is that? The Antichrist is supposed to be cool. Hey, listen, it doesn't say the Antichrist <laughs> is rich, okay? It says they're good talkers. And they're pretty. Did you guys see that Elon and Grimes had a third secret kid? This yes. is like yeah. their thing. It's just like yes. having children and not saying anything. Another, <laughs> an, another kid that will hate him. <laughs> With a terrible name. I forget what the name is, but Techno it's like. Techno Mechanicus. Oh, my goodness. No, it's not. I, it is. Are it's, you serious? Yeah, Techno Mechanicus. He should, he should be fine in school. <laughs> Grimes did an interview mm, a couple weeks ago, six weeks ago or so, and she was talking about their kids and their oldest kid gets really upset if the rockets aren't correct, like anatomically correct. And then she said her two-year-old daughter is really into industrial shipping. Her what? <laughs> her two-year-old daughter. Two-year-old? Her passion is industrial shipping. Because people are all psychopaths. I they are psychos. <laughs> your two-year-old. You're lucky if your two-year-old can speak in a sentence. I I got Kevin Wheeler angry. This oh, morning, oh, looking through my stories on my phone, like the Apple, we you know most of mm-hmm. us have that you know scroll, scroll, News. scroll, and one of the stories was a picture of uh, Prince William and Kate, mm-hmm. and they were in a meeting, and William winked at her, and oh, oh my god, and I just I wanted I just I just wanted a missile, I just wanted a <laughs> missile to fire at him, like go oh my god, shut up. You are Britain. not special. And if you are special, it's not special that you winked at your wife. President Glover, why did we declare war against <laughs> Britain today? I, did you see They're not Britain her? anymore. I feel like I, I feel like if it was President Glover, I could go on air tonight on all the stations and say, 
Look, I'm not declaring war against Great Britain. I'm just going to take out the royal family with a missile. And here's, <laughs> here's why. And I showed a picture of William winking at Kate. I yeah. feel like my polling numbers would, would stay pretty good. I think 60% of Great Britain would agree with you. <laughs> take the royalty, put them in a field, and turn your backs. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> he always, we'll take it from he there. always paints a picture, he? has he? a knack. We'll take it from there. <laughs> Stairway to Kevin? All right. So I found this. Last week, and I'm going to throw it at you guys, but I'm going to give you some examples first so you can get your reaction. I don't necessarily think we have to play this game, but I find it interesting that I like the I like the differences between generations. I'm not somebody that complains about it. Of course, every generation is different because we are some combination of all the ones before us and then some new things added into that mix. Right. Uh, But Vice News did a piece where they asked 20, 20 somethings. What they what they prioritize, what they care about in someone that they want to spend time with as a partner, dating partner, getting married, whatever. They don't really specify that. But things that you would be looking for in a partner. And I thought, well, I'll tell you what I thought after I read a few of them to you. And you guys just tell me if, if these things sound true to you. But put yourself at the age of like 22 or 25. Don't look at it now when you're okay. older and you've gained some wisdom. Um, cause I think what I'm going to yeah, say, that's what I'd have to do. What I'm going <laughs> to say, what I'm going to say in the end, I think is, I think people in their twenties are older than we were when we were in our twenties. If, mm. if I'm saying that right, but here are some of the answers that they said. One of them was, and you have to do it in six words or less, six okay. words or less. What are you looking for in a partner? One was emotional intelligence, empathy, and a passion for something. That's another, more than six words. another one was, doesn't see me as a project. That's a good one, by the way. Kind of like that one. Um, someone who can expand my worldview. Uh, let's see. Where's the other good ones? Committed, empathetic, hilarious, silly, adventurous, forgiving, can change opinions with new information. I would see how that would be an important one for Sounds like young me people now. Yeah. I know. I was going to say, these kids are This is my point. Years. I'm not going to give you too think, many by more. by the way, anyone's ever been interested in me outside of as a project. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I can, best I can hope for is what they That's see the me best. as a project. Yeah. <laughs> I I, my my one of my favorite ones was barefoot boy vibes wholesome and earthy. No, I don't even know that what, I know what that mom. means. Big, no. That was my mom. But <laughs> what I guess what I'm trying to say is again this is not a knock on anybody. I don't I don't believe in making fun of generations more than I make fun of my own generation because we're all unique and weird and stupid. But that seems way beyond anything that I would have been thinking about at 22 years old. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like eventually, yes, like all of those ideas sound good. They are in things that you would care about. And those are things that you would hopefully develop. And, you know, I I know I'm in a little bit of a weird situation because I've been with my wife since we were 19 turning 20. So it's a little different, I guess, because I didn't live it during my 20s and think those things. I didn't have to. I already had that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that is a very that's an older view of relationships than I picture from when my, me and my buddies were around that age. Yeah. I have a theory. I think dating is way harder for 20-year-olds now than it was when any of us were 20 because of the apps and stuff. I mm-hmm. think that there's a lot. I just see this on TikTok a lot. There's a lot of potential for like getting ghosted or ending up in a bad situation. or It just feels like there's limitless options. So maybe you get to thinking about what it is that you really want because you've gotten your heart broken like 10 times mm-hmm. already by the time you're 20. I mean, that's just my theory as to why yeah. some of them might also, be so thoughtful about it. Like when we were all young, even like Rachel and I, when we were, you know, in our 20s, early 20s, late teens, whatever, pre-apps, it's just like, 
yeah, I got to know this guy in my class. Uh, he asked me out on a date, so we're going to go out on a date. I know him to You're a certain... dating a guy. <laughs> I know him to a certain extent because I've been around him for, you know, some a matter of time. And now it's just like, yeah, I'm going on a date with this guy. I know him from a picture that I yes. saw on an app. And uh, three text messages he sent me that's like, how about we go to a movie? I like dogs. I don't like that guy's voice. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know that's his voice until you get there. That's my point. <laughs> that is an excellent point, though. And I thought it was interesting, too, that almost none of the descriptions included anything about a person's appearance. I'm sure that's like... But that's got to be assumed, right? I because think it's assumed. I know we think that's bad. Don't do that. But... It's the first thing your eyes register is what a person looks like. Yeah, I don't know that you can be emotionally evolved enough if your nose is on the top of your head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was reading right. a... But he's so empathetic. Right. Yeah. I was reading a Reddit thread the other day talking about how a lot of people seem to think that Gen Z is more, actually more fixated on looks hmm. than previous generations. Because of Instagram and stuff. Oh, it's really yeah, important yeah. to have that like yeah. polished appearance. A specific and, look. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is interesting because again, again, that part I think is assumed for yeah. most people because it's the first thing that you'll notice about another human consciousness, generally speaking. I know that there are people that will fall in love without ever having seen each other, but that's super, super rare. It's not the common way that... You go through that process. I watch Love is Blind on Netflix, and the whole thing is like they don't see each other until they're already engaged, so they fall in love with each other's souls. And I will say it usually goes better for the hot people than the non-hot people whenever they meet. (laughs) 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 Because they've met before when they don't, like, when they're not physically attracted to each other, and it's like, all right, well, this is just a matter of time. So are there ever some, like... You know, like real not, awkward. Not real awkward. No. Okay. Uh, but are there it, any people who are really not attractive? No. Everyone's still pretty well, attractive, but there's different they tiers of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there's different like tiers of attractiveness, yeah. and you can tell when like someone's reaching out of their league. They didn't know because it was love is blind, and they yeah. didn't see each other. But whenever that mismatch kind of happens, yeah. you kind of feel Everyone the air go out of the room. It. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Obviously, again, I haven't been in this that world for so long. I don't even understand, like, dating. Um, is it easier or harder to meet people that, that you'd be interested in using the online process? Because it used to be it was only people you would actually run into in the physical world. You work with them. You go to school with them. You go to a bar and you you see them and you start you strike up a conversation. F- think about the future, right? And what now, it could be. and now it is more. I I can find a profile that wow, they like this thing and we share that interest. You knew none of that the last time I was doing any of that, which was high school and freshman year in college. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, guys. DGS on Camoax three twenty two. We have uh, early game tonight, so we're out of here at four thirty. But. I stay till five, just to let you guys yeah. know that when we're out early, I just keep working. Uh, my my guest is uh, Pam Sanfilippo. She is the chief of museum services for the Arch. Hello, Pam. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm good. So I just turned fifty nine on September sixth. Am I the same age as the Arch? Just about. Um, you you've got you're several years younger. So okay. <laughs> the Arch birthday is October 28th, 1965. That, I mean, obviously this is what you do, but 
I know in 1965 we could do stuff, but the fact that we built the arch in 1965 still blows me away. It's a pretty amazing uh, architectural and engineering accomplishment, that's for sure. Yeah, like that the video where they're they're putting that that last little, you know, joining part in there just unbelievable. Now, I have to confession, I've never been in the arch. I'm born and bred here mm-hmm. and I've never been in the arch. I need to make that happen, but I've just never done it. Sure, we'd love to have you come down. It's a great experience. And if I would like to do it and be scared at the same time, you have a really cool thing coming up for Halloween, right? We do. October 14th is our Frights and Heights uh, night, and from 6.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. we'll be open late. Uh, We do require reservations, but um, people can come in and participate in a lot of different activities, as well as if they want to take the tram ride to the top, um, they can do that, and, and it's going to be a spectacular ride <laughs> at the top. <laughs> so I would think this would be uh, pretty well attended. Can people get tickets in advance, or is it first come, first serve? We do have special ticket pricing going on right now during the month of September, so we, we are encouraging people to sign up in advance. Um, there may or may not be space available day of, so it's it's best to make those reservations in advance uh, through uh, gatewayarch.com. They can do it online. So as the chief of the museum services, just give us a couple, three of your favorite fact factoids about the arch. Oh, goodness. Um, I think uh, one of the kind of unique things, the arch itself is unique, but the tram ride that you take to the top is uh, a one-of-a-kind experience as well. Mm -hmm. And Dick Bowser, who was the one uh, tasked with designing that system, had to come up with a plan for doing that in two weeks. Oh, wow. Pretty pretty amazing. Yes. <laughs> pretty high pressure. Yes, it is. Right. Yes, it is. My goodness gracious. He could have done worse, couldn't he? He could have right. had like a rope and pulley system or something. So you get in a basket, and this really strong guy at the top tugs on it. Two weeks. My goodness gracious. Um, so, uh, so we have the Halloween thing coming up. It's on an everyday basis. What, a pe- what can people do on the arch grounds? So, of course, there's so much to do outside now with all of the City Arch River project um, on the arch grounds pretty well completed. Uh, There's five miles of walking paths, great time of year to be out there walking, uh, taking your dog um, on a a walk or riding your bikes. We do have uh, some special bark ranger activities as well. We have a picnic with your pet on National Public Lands Day, which is September 23rd this year, Mm -hmm. and there's lots of activities going on uh, with that as well. There's watching the uh, film Monument to the Dream, which is a documentary about how the arch was built, and then, um, of course, there's uh, our world-class museum that uh, was all redesigned as well, and you can spend hours uh, learning about the history of St. Louis and the construction of the arch and uh, why St. Louis is known as the uh, gateway to the West. Very cool. Very cool. I mean, I grew up on the east side. Uh, I've driven past that thing thousands of times, and I've never once driven by when it didn't sort of take my breath away a little bit. It's just so cool. 
I take a picture almost every day as I'm coming in or at night when I'm leaving because it all, you know, with the way the light plays off of it, mm-hmm. it, it just changes constantly. Very cool. Pam, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. Welcome back, guys. DGS 335. Happy Monday to you. Dave Murray joins us. Hello, Dave. Hello there. Uh, I need a ruling on something. A DoorDash DoorDash ruling. So last night I ordered a salad, simple salad for a simple man. And what they delivered to me was uh, crazy. uh, I ordered it from Crush Red. And they delivered me this crazy strawberry concoction salad and uh, a, a calzone uh, from sauce on the side, full of corn. Um, I swear <laughs> okay. to God. Okay, so this was Andrew's order then. A I really, th- I really thought corn. about it. Wait, yeah. wait, and a a schmores calzone. Well, there all, you have it, all, folks. All, all me. I don't know where that salad got in there. That's, <laughs> so, that's their mistake. <laughs> so clearly, it's the wrong thing. And I uh, text my DoorDash driver, and I'm like, "Hey, I think you left the wrong thing." And uh, of course, they never got back to me. And then went to the app, did the same thing. They also couldn't care less. Here's my question. do How long do you wait to eat that food? Oh, immediately. Yeah, because they're not oh, going to yeah. take it to yeah. another person. Yeah. No. Once That's you've had it, they're now. not going to take it to anybody yeah, else. Yeah, they like they like can't yeah. pick it up from you. Because what if, you know, I mean. What are you trying to say? You know. What are you trying to say about did me? something weird to it. Yeah. yeah. What, if you <laughs> what are the chances of that? <laughs> took a big bite of the corn one and thought, hmm, corn. <laughs> I did, but I didn't say it like that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would like to be done with DoorDash. I really would. That's fair. Yeah. I've only done it once. What did you order, Dave? I don't remember. It was quite a while ago, but my credit card got hacked instantly. Ooh, oh, no. And goodness. I said, okay, that's it. That, that's it for you guys. Mm. Yep. That's not good. Are it's not try... as bad as a corn-filled calzone, but <laughs> would you try a different... Uh... One of the services uh, is your issue with all food delivery, or just- no. you know what? That that really hurt. That, yeah, that that was like okay. There's not enough safeguards in place, so I've never done it before. Uh, afterwards, this never done it again. I think anyway. you're talking to me. I was talking. Uh, to you did you see that crazy thing of birds go by? No. There's just a <laughs> okay. I saw you react to it, Dave. There was like a hundred white birds just flew across the window. That's nuts. Was it the rapture? (laughs) (laughs) Only if they were doves. I mean, I figured we'd all be here, so. Well, we yeah. did learn Mark Zuckerberg's the answer. I'm not going so. anywhere. Yeah, somebody, somebody get Amy on the phone. <laughs> we'll see if Amy's not answering. No, she's, not, she's not there. <laughs> she's in the good place. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of us are still here. <laughs> and if Ranji's gone, I'm filing. I'm filing. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing yes. under protest. I'm with yeah. Rachel. Get a lawyer on the phone. I'm, I'm making an appeal. <laughs> 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 I'm on the phone, like, do I, do I fill out a form? Like, there has to be. Ron, you, you, you get up there to heaven, and Ranji's wearing, like, the tupa with his glasses and a hat. It's like whenever you got the corn calzone, uh, St. Peter is like, this isn't right. This isn't yeah, what we ordered. <laughs> we got hosed again! Texting That's the right. devil. Devil's not getting back to him. He's like, I guess we can't He's like, listen here, Lucifer. Lord, I'm sorry to call you in Rapture Day, but we got Ranji up here. <laughs> <laughs> What's your return policy? 
Do I have to do an exchange or can I do a straight return? He's just refusing to leave. <laughs> it's getting real awkward. And he's calling everybody a dingus. He keeps telling this woman, I told you so. Um... Glad you made it through the tribulations, dingus. But he's really mean to Amy. We don't allow mean here. Oh, gosh. That's funny. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho. It's a little cooler week, Dave. Yes, uh, northwest flow comes, but we have a, a cool front coming through. It doesn't come through tonight. It comes through first thing in the morning. There'll be some scattered showers anytime for this evening and overnight. If you hear a rumble of thunder, a flash of lightning, don't be surprised. That's not widespread. 62 for the overnight low. Couple of leftover morning showers fairly early in the morning, mostly sunny for the afternoon. 75, 52 Tuesday night, almost chilly. Wednesday, gorgeous, lots of sunshine, 78, 52 again Wednesday night. Thursday and Friday, sunshine, 78 degrees. There's a shot of a couple of showers over the weekend, except I just don't have a good timing on that because of Hurricane Lee. That's going to kind of put a log jam into everything across the country. So, Dave, obviously, we're always lucky if a hurricane doesn't make landfall. But would this one have been uh, just horrific at, 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 as strong as it was out in the middle of the ocean? Uh, you know, it's it lost some. It got to Category Five, lost some strength because it hit some shear and some dry air. It will go back to a Category Four uh, if it hasn't yet. It's it's very close to doing that. And the, there's still lots of questions. Right now, it looks like eastern Canada, Nova Scotia, could really get clobbered by this thing. But the trend is for a little westward motion. And we've been talking about New England being a concern for over a week now. And it's still a concern, but it's still a long, long way to go. We're talking probably not affecting either part of that world until the weekend. Yeah. So we've got all this week to go. Man. Man, But yes, to answer your question, if it were to hit New England at this strength, it would be uh, very similar to the 1938 hurricane, which is one of the great hurricanes in history of the U.S., mm -hmm. and uh, it, would be, it would be a real disaster. Dave, how long has it been? I know that it gets better every year, but how long has it been where uh, a U.S. city could be legit surprised by a hurricane? Like almost, impo almost impossible. I really, I really think it's impossible that to say, oh, you know, I mean, you always have people say, well, I didn't know it was coming, but that's true of any weather event. But I think it would be very hard for a hurricane just all of a sudden just say, hey, you know what? We, we didn't see that over the last week. I, you see them because of satellite and because of oh, observations. No, no, no. no I'm, I mean, before that, I mean, like, was, was Galveston just like some guy was standing on a beach and like, wow, it looks like a storm's coming in. It, yeah, the uh, the Galveston, you know, South Texas, nineteen hundred. Nobody knew that was coming. Isn't that nobody. crazy to think about? Because we didn't have the technology to know it was coming. So let, go to nineteen ninety two, Dave, because like Hurricane Andrew, um, I, and what you know about because obviously you were full on in the weather business. Nineteen ninety two. My wife and I were driving down to Florida for college, and we didn't know that there was a hurricane until we got to northern Florida. Like Southern well, Georgia, that's Northern Florida. You were in college. I, well, yeah, but like our parents didn't know. Like nobody was like, "Hey, you guys probably shouldn't drive down there because there's a hurricane on the way." I think Wheels is telling Dave Murray he almost got him killed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. My point was like, what was happening down there was not necessary. We were in Chicago. It wasn't on the news in Chicago, and the now, Weather Channel right. would have been only the the only place, maybe. But nobody, uh, to my knowledge, people just didn't regularly watch the Weather Channel in 1992. I'm trying to think, was there, 
even, yeah, I think there was a Weather Channel in 1992. Uh, but you're right. It, it was not the big deal. It was the big deal after it hit because Andrew yeah. it just rapidly intensified into a Cat 5 storm. Right. And even though it was a narrow band of damage compared to most hurricanes, it was, I mean, it was just wiped the slate yeah. clean. I mean, just by the time boom. we got to that, like, I think, I can't remember, I think we are in like Valdosta, Georgia, and we turned on the TV there, and it was on all the news stations, it was on the TV when it came on, and that's when we were like, and this was like a day before, day and a half before it hit, and we were like, okay, well, we're not going down there, we're going to do something else, but like, it took, like, a, it was a day and a half, basically, at least before it was news, if that's the right way. Because I know people knew it was coming. I'm sure the National Hurricane Center knew so it was coming. So did you just tear sure. it up in Valdosta? No, we ended up staying in Tampa because I had relatives there, and it didn't get we didn't, you didn't get hit there really bad. But people were prepping for it. Stores were busy. Water was being you know bought out and all that kind of stuff. Could, there'd be a concern that it would go right across the and then turn around. Florida. Yep, right. and then and then also get caught in the Gulf and then turn around. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you going to do a couple stories? Sure. Headlines is brought to you by Schnucks. Download the Schnucks Rewards app and earn 2% back on every purchase. According to a CBS News YouGov survey, 77% of those surveyed said there should be, quote, maximum age limits for elected officials, meaning after they reach a certain age, they're not permitted to hold office any longer. And these were bipartisan responses with 76% of Democrats and 79% of Republicans calling for maximum age limits for elected officials. Huh. Okay, people have talked about having uh, mental acuity tests. And as far as I can tell, Nancy Pelosi seems pretty good. Um, but she's 83, I think, and she's and, running again. Yeah. So what if someone is 83 and running again and they're still just aces mentally? Do you still feel like step away and let the next generation fill in? Mm-hmm. I do no, I don't. for a I different don't. reason. Because if you've been there for so long, you haven't been a normal person for a long time. And I think the people there should be representing normal people, normal life. If you've been in office for 40, 50 years, you don't know what normal is anymore. You haven't been in it. Dave, you disagree? I do. I, I think that if, you, if, if you've got everything still going for you at 83, 84, I, I don't think somebody should come to you and say, hey, you know what? You're too old, which, of course, you can't say nowadays. Mm-hmm. But that that seems to be the direction a lot of people want to take i would be you know there's a lot of companies that say hey at 65 you have to retire whether you want to or not those laws are kind of going away slowly but there's they're still out there but i think if you are you're still clicking away come on keep working if you if you want to if you want to keep doing it i know i ask this all the time but i'll ask again since that poll seems to say something why is it okay to tell someone they're too young but not to say you're too old should I mean, if it's a job, it should be whether you can do the job, but it, you can't be president if you're not 35. Well, what if you're 34 and you are the best person, but you can't do it because they say you're too young? I'm not a big fan of either, but if one's okay, the other should be, right? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think, I do think, like, I don't think Pelosi, I think Pelosi should step aside, but I also think that experience is more valuable than, you know what I mean? I think that's kind of why know, there's man. the there's the not old enough, uh, 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 what am I trying? Not old enough threshold and not a too old threshold. I do think that having that experience, it's is interesting important. that they chose thirty five, <clears throat> which would have been different than than now by a long mm-hmm. shot. Right. Well, that would be like fifty now. Fifty five now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't like either limits. Like, if you're twenty five and you can get elected. 
why is that different than an 80-year-old who's not all there getting elected? You might, I mean, again, I, I know experience matters, but experience doesn't trump ability. You want to do one more story? Sure. Another CBS News YouGov poll shows that just 41% of Americans approve of Kamala Harris's performance as vice president, while 59% disapprove to varying degrees, and only 18% say that Harris makes them think better of the Biden administration. Is your guess that Kamala Harris is much, much better, smarter, effective than she presents? Or do you think what you see is what you get? I think she's probably a lot better than she presents, but how you're presented is extremely important. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I think if she was I think if she was actually as bad as she presents, I don't think she ever She wouldn't be vice president. She could never have ele- elevated to the level of vice president or elevated to the level of, you know, uh, district attorney or whatever exactly she was before yeah. then. Interesting. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. All right. 354 DGS, Rachel, you got something? I do. Have you guys heard of Budget Ozempic? No. Okay, so Ozempic is obviously the diabetes drug that people use for weight loss. Well, people are uh, wanting to use Ozempic on a budget, and this is all over TikTok. They are buying up laxatives at drugstores to make themselves go and to lose weight. So some people are taking uh, medications, I guess you would call it, like Miralax every single day, and it's causing a shortage. How is that the same as Ozempic, though? I don't know if Ozempic makes you go to the bathroom, but I guess you're just losing so much um, water weight from going poop all the time. I think they're doing it wrong. (laughs) I mean, these trends don't tend to be very smart. Right. Yeah. Doctors are saying, please don't do this, to be clear. (laughs) (laughs) T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.